I'm Dylan Gott. Welcome to John and Dylan Online, the a show where two comedians do half-assed research into internet history. Joining me is my co-host John Hastings, who's going to introduce the subject for this fucking show, pussy. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are a bunch of fucking pussy losers wearing an <laughs> eyes ad shirt. Yeah, trying to crack up with a fucking big old tall boy, baby. Oh, we're having yeah. pilsners because we're Let's talking about. Yeah, we're going to go look for some land beasts because today we're talking about a fucking lying piece of shit who sucks. He's a <laughs> fucking loser. And I a hate guy that. who told that story you heard in grade seven in a book like and people believed it. I'm so shocked he didn't have a story like, yeah, and then everyone and then I saw a girl get a dog to get a lick peanut butter out of her pussy. Uh, I think he does have that story. I know he has. He does. 100 percent. Perfect man. This is Tucker. Ladies Max, and gentlemen, baby. we're talking about Tucker Max. We're talking about Tucker Max, a man who I remember. I was just taking a big morning shit, and while we've been researching this, because I knew someone that worked with Tucker Max on Tucker Max's movie, the end of Tucker Max's fratire period, the uh, I hope I serve beer in hell movie, and I couldn't remember who it was. I just remembered it. It was this cool guy, Mike, who owns a beach house in San Diego and hangs out at this comedy club and is a busboy. And I'm like, I don't know anything about this guy, but there are so many questions. And he was like, oh, yeah, I worked for Tucker Max for a while. And I was like, what was that like? And he's like, and he just went, and this was before, this was like 2018 before Narcissist was really thrown around a lot. And he went, that man's a narcissist. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, he's the worst. And his eyes were just like, I was like, what did this guy? And he was just like, well, because Tucker Max is so we're. I'm going to try and do a thing where, like, we, because we talk so much in circles and we just, like, talk to each other. And it's, it's yeah, we just like to be friends. Here's who Tucker Max is, bullet points. Tucker Max was an American author, which is crazy. Uh, he was a lawyer who basically, on a bet, which, no bet, who very calculatedly came up with a blog. This guy also, I didn't think about this, this guy got a book deal off of a blog. His blog really hits it when... He's telling the story about Miss Vermont. Go for it. What it is, is, is Tucker Max is very good at marketing. So Tucker Max was never a lawyer. He got a law degree from Duke University. But like, did he pass the bar? Is that ever like, where's where is him passing the bar? You know what I'm saying? And then he works at a law firm and he kind of intimates like, oh, you know, my family has some money. I like I don't know how he got so the book, deal, but money. I, I guarantee his fucking f- restaurant empire family like Oh, oh, we own a portion of Shimon and Schuster. We're the we're yeah. the we're the family that invented fentanyl and is trying to get people to put those in the pages of books so everyone that reads is killed because people who are read and I'm quoting are homosexuals and homosexuals are bad. Let us conclude the Max family family meeting. Like they are just I guarantee that that's how we got it. Like Yeah, I mean, I feel like the name Tucker, it's like a video game as soon as you're bank account reaches that milli that's when they're like you can name a child tucker correct yes no his and his sister is named quaalude <laughs> so he off of this blog it gets so much traffic one of the things that helped it along was he was he had a sexual relationship with miss vermont yes Miss vermont's i guess there's a story about miss vermont and how she was fucking she was like a chastity girl but then um he fucking banged her dog and um Miss Vermont's mom sued Tucker Max, leading the story to go buck wild because he bangalanged Miss Vermont. And that really helped uh, get a lot of publicity. People noticing his blog. He then writes a book called These Are the Best Titles. I hope they serve beer in hell. Assholes finish first. And then Hilarity Ensues is the third one. Who (laughs) Who here has read I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell? There's two of us. That means you have. I have. I read it. 
I hope they serve beer in hell. Here's how you would have found it. It was in every airport in the tooth in the late 2000s in North America. And how I literally re- came to read it was I was flying back from visiting my dad and the flight was delayed and my iPod ran out of battery. And I was just like, well, can't have my own thoughts. And then I just was like, this looks interesting. And I remember reading it being like, this is can't be real. I remember I was I was 20 or 21 and I was like, no, you would go to jail if your friend if you were having anal sex and then your friend threw up on you guys because he well, was we'll filming talk it. about that later. Because like that is that is the story that I've heard everywhere where it's like everyone listening to this in high school heard a story about a guy who was banging a girl in the butt. He pulled out. She shit on his dick. He puked on her. Then she puked. Everyone has heard that. Like that is what do you call those things? Urban legend. It's an old wives tale. Now, here is Tucker Max's genius. Old wives tell that tale. Yes, and then, oh, that's interesting, Dorothy, because one time I heard you got fucking dick pulled out, you shut on him, he puked on you, you puked on him, ah, world. Back in the old country when a man oh, was <laughs> putting his penis in our assholes that he pulled out, he would see the chocolate on his penis and he wanted to give me with his stomach leftovers, it was time Tucker Max uh, just told that story, but he claimed his buddy, probably like with a shitty nickname, like Fat Seabaz, uh, filmed it and then <laughs> yeah. fell out of the closet. Like, it's just see like. You, Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see you and fuck Condom it. ran did it. Yeah, it's just like, fuck off, man. Dope. He had more books. Um, sorry. And then my favorite thing that happens to Tucker Max is he has a movie. He tries to make I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell into a movie. He tells everyone it's going to be the best fucking movie of all time. It's It loses a ton of money. That was his one shot because he's such a cunt on yeah. every single show. Like, he's such a cunt. But the, the important thing about Tucker Max is he is rich and he went to law school. So he basically is like he speaks like a guy who's in law but just says fuck sometimes. So it is like this would this could never happen again. No, this the thing is, is no, this I mean, guy it is could, very, but not in mainstream. Sorry, no, guys. it could it'll just be it happens slightly differently. So it's that thing of basically it happens in areas where people have perception of but no actual understanding of reality. I don't think American universities were mostly Tucker Max ass fucking Miss Vermont and then shitting in a pond. Like I think most of them, especially at Duke University, are moneyed elite second and third children just re- I, i'm gonna be a lawyer and then i'm gonna fucking shove it up blake's fucking ass and then i'll be in charge of the coal mines like that's what it's happening at these universities or more likely like hey i'm gonna go to law school because like my dad told me to yeah and he's paying for it i'm just gonna go fucking do blow and wait till women are sleeping exactly that's what dylan's plan was my plan was to become a lawyer and then i got distracted my plan was to be awake comedy. all the time that's why i did the blow that's right dylan's plan at university is like you know what when I, I won't miss Duke for long. I only I only miss my mummy when I go to bed, so I just won't go to bed. And then Dylan can <laughs> coke for four years. <laughs> I don't miss mummy. I've never been to bed. That's what I, I haven't been say. to bed. I haven't been to bed. Don't miss mummy. I uh, don't miss mummy. It's time to put the put the blanket up to my nose. They can't yeah, get I did the me. same thing Tucker Max did. Like, but mine was called uh, "I Hope My Mommy Isn't in Hell." And then yeah, exactly. Mommy's was- finished first, and then hilarity ensues. In brackets, I love my mommy. Uh, yeah, the hilarity and is just funny things your mama said. Where's the spatula? <laughs> One time she said she didn't love me, and that was, of course, followed by a bunch of kisses. Exactly. And then she, she then revealed that it was April Fool's Day. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> oh, you got me again, mother. Oh, that's it why I miss sweet, you. Though, like, hey, we at Simon and Schuster would like to give you a book deal based off of this story. Man sucks own dick with shit on it. Yeah, it's so what I think happened is this Tucker Max appealed to the fact that baby boomers, everyone loves Hunter S. Thompson. Everyone loves the idea of Hunter S. Thompson. Here's what no one takes into account. As soon as someone is a writer, they're a bit of a nerd loser. I say this as someone who has a large writing component to his job, as does Dylan. We're both as crazy as it sounds, professional stand-up comedians. There is a lot of sitting quietly with a pen and a piece of paper and going, um, my penis is haunted and no one takes that into account with these people. So what happens is you get people that are in the publishing industry who are 
nerd losers and they know they need to appeal to the people that beat the fuck out of them in high school and they don't know how to do that and then they meet a guy who's like hey i just fingered a girl or whatever and then they were like uh does this guy's blog make any sort of money and they're like yeah i don't know the four guys who are studying accounting at a frat uh sometimes read it so they uh, are still remember what letters are after they've had 18 natty ices of a Thursday. <laughs> I, but this is also one of the first times you give a guy, uh, maybe not one of the first times, but like, this is one of the first, Hey, this is a book of stories about like how a guy took a dump and then pour beard on it and then fucked the dump. That seems dumb. Okay, cool. Here's his blog. Here's the traffic. That's so the we thing. can show you. These at least these people have a like, and it is as we know, as we know now, when you see an advertisement, there's no like personal connection to it. But like the reason why podcast ads and all that shit are so sought after is because you gain a personal connection to the people talking. So those people were way more likely to buy Tucker Max's book, which I assume there was um Tucker Max's book. If you're at a bookshelf with Tucker Max's book, it was like Tucker Max's book. And then um, the what is that one? The the book about how to make bombs, and then anarchist book cookbook, anarchist cookbook, and then of course it's, uh, just like a book of lyrics of Motley Crue, and then just a picture. I can tell you, I can set. tell you the airport bookshelf because I live in airports and have for the in my entire adult life. I can tell you what the shelf was. The shelf that always had I hope they serve Bill in hell. Next to it was always Anthony Kiedis's book, Scar Tissue, which is just the rock star version of I Hope They Serve Beer and Hell. The Dirt, too. And then the other book would be The Dirt. Those are the three books that were next to each other. And here is what I truly believe happened with Tucker Max. This is my absolute theory. Publishing at that moment was on its way out. This is not discussed now because Amazon and a bunch of things have actually made books resurge. But in the aughts, they were like, well, we're we're not going to have books soon. Books will just be on the internet. Books will be a PDF. No one saw e-readers and all that stuff coming. To keep those publishing houses alive, they kept trying to find newer and newer audiences. And the, audi- the internet created a fallacy in those essentially view counts of that blog where they looked and went – Oh my God, Tucker Max must be getting all of these young people that don't read books, read his blog. We'll give him a book. They'll read his blog in our book. Publishing is saved. Not realizing that there isn't really demographics with the internet. It's just internet people. So it's a shitload of people that have read his book that were 10 and a shitload of people that were reading his book that are 60. So you don't get that defined audience. So yeah, he sold pretty well. Also, when he talks about being a New York Times bestseller, you have to remember that the New York Times bestseller list is not number of copies. It's how many, it's like this weird algorithm. By the way, the word of 2023, algorithm. We said this never in 2022. Um, is it's a variety of different things. So it's also very possible. They just released those books on slow weeks. So there's no competition. So he gets a New York Times bestseller list appearance. So there's a lot of more smoke and mirrors to Tucker Max than ever. It just being his blog was hugely popular and then it was somewhat popular. But like I was around and oh, so online. Uh, I think it was called Hard Boner. Blog. Was it called Hard Blog? Tard. No, it w- no, it wasn't. Hard Blog. No, Dylan. But that word has implications. <laughs> I know, Tucker. Tucker, you absolute rascal. No, that Tucker. was used the facilitator of the website, Tard Blog. Anyway, his first book was the definitive book of pickup lines, so I fucked up there. He just Oh, my one. God. Oh, my God. How have we forgotten the 2000s? The, the oft undiscussed portion of the 2000s was, and let thank God for that we had it, pickup culture started. Yes. Hello, mystery. This is really good too. I really like how Tucker Max um interacts with the pickup artist community, John. Oh, who doesn't enjoy by God, as someone who's personally met mystery more than once, it's really fun interacting with a guy where you're like, Wow, I can see from space that you will sniff a woman's seat, then look at the man you're with and go, Rhyme cut. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> fuck off all of you. Anyone who anyone who if asked, what are you doing tonight? says picking up babes you should be murdered you should be murdered in a fire you should be set ablaze and then someone should stab you go ahead dylan you don't deserve to wear those aviators john fuck you retiring the aviators i'm not retiring them i'm looking at a document right now so i can't see what you're doing but did you know this john um so he actually had two books before he got a big advance three hundred thousand dollars for assholes finish first 
<laughs> That's funny. It is funny. It is. He just um saw T-shirts that my uncle wore and named books them. I was stupid. The book. Like with everything, how you you want to be really successful, sell what another generation thinks is happening with another generation, and they will buy it. So like a bunch of a bunch of baby boomers are looking at their fucking kids going to college and being like, these fucks are just drinking and having sex with a bunch of people. And then Tucker Max is like, yep, that's what we're doing. And so then people. Oh, the confirmation bias. Exactly. Like it confirms what everyone had been suspecting about them all along, which was like, I was in university literally at the same time as Tucker Max. Granted, it was in Montreal, but there weren't like, I'm sure there was anal sex happening. But it you was were not. In, you were in Montreal. What university did you you go to? I went to I went to Concordia University. Yeah. I will have like we are talking. You weren't at fucking Duke. No, I was at the opposite Duke. of Duke. This guy there was, was no in law party. School at I still Duke don't believe. I don't university. believe university. I don't believe. Yeah, he was at law school at. Guess who built this? They were owned by us at the time. University and dude. Oh Duke? yeah, law school. Duke is like douche douche heaven exactly like duke is like hey it's harvard and yale and duke is like no so duke i can explain so exactly what's do what duke is is duke is also the elite university for the south so it's a lot of like bitch yeah yeah grandfather owned eight fucking fucking docks back in fucking 1910 that's what i'm saying i went to humber college there's no way tucker max here tucker max wasn't like (laughs) i hope there's some beer in hell does not have a story about how like a guy named Psycho Dave uh, told him to stare at his girlfriend's tits. And then after this really happened, he was like, stare uh, at my yeah, girlfriend's fucking did. tits. What are you, a fucking bag? Stare at my girlfriend's tits. And I was like, I, I don't want to. And he was like, stare at my girlfriend's fucking tits. So I looked, I glanced, and he said, that was too fucking long, pussy. And then I went, and I looked down, terrified. And then he went, <laughs> round for the bar. That's what that's that happened. That never happened to Tucker Max. There is such a specific type of crazy that is Toronto crazy. And it is exactly that guy right there, which is like a, a guy biker. where he was about. Yeah. Bikers. Just a weird, weird combination of snows. Snow. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. How do you set? How do you fit psycho? You fucking you put a lot more letters on one. Knuckle I was going to say, possible. oh, God. Yeah. Uh, and in my university, I remember a man. Uh, propositioned me for sex and he said my penis is small it will not hurt you <laughs> that same guy held a knife to a man's uh, one of our friend's throats not my guy your guy psycho dave not not my guy i was psycho, about to say my oh, guy's yeah, name not small penis guy that would be scarier if small penis guy did yes paul yeah, like, penis. that's why i was like wanting to clarify because small penis guy was just a fun it's a, just a fun memory from a house party and uh, I remember that guy then went I will leave to jack off and then he left for about an hour and a half and <laughs> yeah, came back good. And I asked him, and he went, of course. He went home, took the, took the subway home, pounded it out, popped back on the subway. Isn't that nuts? I just remembered that. Now, was this guy a character from Van Wilder? He was he sounds, not. From the accent you're using, he sounds like a character from a Tucker Max movie. He was not. I was not actually doing his actual accent. He was a uh, a native person from who now I believe does uh, art outreach within that community. Oh, that's nice. Tucker, if in Tucker Max's movie, he'd do a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Tucker Max, if he was in Tucker Max's movie, he would, uh, first of all, his name would be violently offensive to anyone indigenous. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a real name. That would have been good. Um, he self produces the movie, and this is my favorite thing about the movie movie bombs. $7 million budget earns $1.4 million at the bottom. How box much of office. the movie have you watched? I didn't watch any of it. All I did was read about afterwards how he systematically blamed everyone involved with the movie. And then this is something that doesn't happen anymore. But even in 2000, so this is released in 2009, it becomes a DVD. Even back then, you could just be like, oh, the DVD, because this would happen is like Chappelle show popped off on DVDs. They had to bring back Family Guy. Family Guy. Family, Family Guy, Guy. Was so successful on DVD. So you could back then just be like, oh, yeah, it'll be big on DVD because Office Space. Office Space is huge on DVD, but like completely fucking bombed in theaters. So he was just like, yeah, anyway, obviously that doesn't fucking happen. And then what does he do? What's his pivot, John? What's his fucking pivot, baby? Oh, What's yeah. His fucking pivot. His pivot is he goes into celebrity ghostwriting. And... No, 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 John. No, it isn't. 
oh, I missed this pivot, which is your he pivot. Speaks. He becomes a public speaker. He speaks at the Ancestral Health Symposium, giving a presentation called From Cave to Cage, Mixed Martial Arts in Ancestral Health. How fucking pissed does this guy deliver? How pissed is this guy? I didn't know about this part. Tucker Max was their original liver king, bitch. Holy shit. So, yeah. So what's really interesting is Tucker Max really predicted what the Internet would become in terms of like the nightmare that we are in right now and is not a part of it. So. I didn't know about the ancestral health one. I know he did a bunch of dating advice columns that were fucking terrifying that were very much just like, well, if she disrespects you, you just show her the knife in the drawer. I also want to just say this right now that we get to this juncture. If of all the people we've ever done a podcast about, which is most wrestlers and now uh, the fifth internet personality or phenomenon of all of those people, this is the first guy guaranteed he's listening to this. Guaranteed he's listening to this. 100%. So his, his YouTube channel, I looked it up. And it's got like just over two thousand oh, subscribers. So he's so paid. embarrassing. His uh, he's not by much. His he YouTube, paid. his YouTube, it, it's very fascinating. I I can tell. So this is jumping ahead. He has a YouTube channel and a YouTube show called The Tucker Max Experience. He has like eight or nine episodes. It is clearly what it happened was he saw the jo- he saw the Joe Rogan height in that sort of post vaccine COVID, and he went. Tucker is ready. Let's do this. And it bombed so spectacular. It just didn't work. It's this weird thing of he was sort of his huge successful moment was like right in the wrong time. Do you know what I mean? His it is. I do see what you're saying. Like even even being as like um, he's really good on those talking head shows. Like you can watch a lot of shit on Fox News and he's really good at that. But but who he is like he could have if 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 he has the literary career, but you switch the even you switch it from instead of two thousand and one, he the definitive book of pickup lines is published in twenty eleven. He can pivot and have like a so much. You're totally right. Base. Totally right. But he can't at this point. And the other thing is, this guy's talking about mixed martial arts and ancestral health. This guy literally watches. Forget going on Joe Rogan. This guy literally watches Joe Rogan do what he thinks he could have done. Yeah. better than him like in his mind he probably like doesn't even want to go on joe rogan because he's like that guy stole my fucking shit first of all you're 100 correct so basically tucker max is if the internet currently now is nirvana tucker max is the pixies in that it is a it's he's doing all of the stylistic stuff but just at a time where no one is really looking for it and also when he then comes back out it's all dated and weird because what's also weird about tucker is he won't return to the thing that is popular once he gets popular, do you know what I'm saying? So, like, he could have gone uh, back he, to. No, he's grown up. He's grown up because he's. A, so here's the other thing about him. The thing I was talking about off the pickup artists hate him. Mm-hmm. Here's why pickup artists hate him is because he talks about how sick porn is. So he's like out of step with the modern oh, weird. of like being a pickup artist because this guy, this guy's, this guy's fat positive. He's talking about fapping all over the place. He's he's got none of his power. Do you think you will be able to score another pageant contestant winner lawsuit by fapping? Dude, uh, yeah, I think I probably can because I'm not wearing a vest and no shirt. Well, let's see who wins this pickup competition. <laughs> this is the thing about Tucker Max is we've been alive so long that if you look back on Tucker Max, part of what he's doing, even even though it is written and like mains the fact that it's ma- written in mainstream. Like the major companies put money behind it is fucked up. But like compared to the shit that's coming out now, he's woke. Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because I don't he think watches that's... porn. Yeah, because he watches porn. Is porn woke uh, now? Or like at least it's like parts of his book. He's talking about how like I don't understand why women are called sluts. Like people just want to have sex and they have agency over their own bodies. I mean, that's true. But the thing that's confusing about Tucker Max's book is that chapter is right after one that's called. Uh, so I tattooed the word slut on this woman who wants to be a doctor. Yeah. On her oh, face. Hey, dude, he is like he this is in 2015. He has a podcast called The Mating Grounds. <laughs> some Tucker Max and a guy named Dr. Miller. We should just change our first name to Doctor. <laughs> so I also, yeah, I also want to say this. It's so crazy 
how much further podcasts have gone. I was just reading about, do you know about this? This is a sidebar, but I will get back to this in a second, which is Tucker Max is considered sort of this disgusting, weird pariah. Are you aware of some of the other podcasts that are going on online? There's now this whole thing about this guy, Adam 22, who's a Chris D'Elia style monster who had a podcast where him and his girlfriend talked to a interview, a girl for a bit. And then they fuck her porno style at the end of the interview. And it's just like, holy fucking shit guys oh, adam 22 of no jumper yes adam 22 of no jumper and like and now there is a bunch of Dude, articles he's been being around like, for a wiki while, while i know he has been yeah. for a while for a wiki while but he's now gotten too mainstream and now everyone's like wait what is this guy doing and there's a bunch of articles including one in rolling stone that came out yesterday that's basically like this guy with neck tattoos turns out to be as we all suspected a really big piece of shit well also dude this is what tucker max saw coming you this is what the best thing about Tucker Max is he pivots to I'm a family man when he basically when he turns 40, he's like, I'm a family man now. I have guns and I live in the woods. And everyone's like, yeah, that's the appropriate time you do that. You start hoarding guns and money. It's OK when you're in 40. But I'm 22 is fucking like 40 and he's still dating like 22 year olds. Everyone's like, that's a bit weird. Tucker Max literally in 2013. Tucker Max tries to, movie doesn't work. This is the this is the thing. This is why Tucker Max is like a fucking barnacle on society. He'll he'll exist for he'll exist for forever. Exactly. Tucker Max will outlive there. The world will just be cockroaches because of global warming. Like winter in Canada will be 48 degrees and Tucker Max will be talking to the cockroaches about how to pick up other cockroaches. Yeah, what you want to do though, you got to remember that it's the, it's all about patriotism first off. Okay. So, you're all correct on all of those sort of things, but what is again interesting about Tucker Max is the only time that he's ever struck gold is I hope they serve beer in hell. Like he has a McMansion. He also by the way, here is the new big time warning sign. If someone not living in Austin, but if someone lives just outside of Austin, watch the fuck out. There's something oh, about fuck, living Yeah, I fucking just, love that shit. Just outside of Austin, Unless you're in ZZ Top, get a fucking helmet. But <laughs> so what's really interesting about Tucker Max is you have huge success coming off of those books because he's basically replicating and filling that void of that Hunter S. Thompson kind of swashbuckling author that for some reason American literati just absolutely fucking love. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just want to say this. Here's who John Hastings, while saying he doesn't like Tucker Max, is comparative to the Pixies and Hunter S. Thompson multiple times. So continue. Uh, that's right. I'm very good at metaphors. You know what R.S. Thompson's a lot like, or sorry, uh, Tucker Max is a lot like. He's a lot like how there was God, and then now Rogan is Christ. You know, correct. He is like Jesus. But what I'm saying is, is that all of his other moves after I hope they serve beer in hell were just slightly too early or slightly too late. He did a really good pivot to Family Man in that, like, he was able to dodge everyone being like, "Wait, what am?" What the fuck did you do? Like, do you know what I'm saying? So he's been able to avoid some of the criticism from his past that uh, current societal mores would have definitely caused, but he hasn't been able to get that giant big success because I think he can't get out of it. As you sort of have indicated, he can't get out of his own way because a lot of people are sort of inadvertently standing on his shoulders and there's no way that doesn't drive him fucking insane. Well, because you're saying what he missed his window because we we're both assuming what this guy wants to be is like super famous there's no way that this guy doesn't want to be super famous i get I, i've met this as guy far as we, what you have now i mean as far as like things that we have like uh, possessions i would trade with tucker max in a second to have a fucking mansion on the outside of texas and just like who gives a shit how many fucking youtube subscribers you have at this point he also has a giant, weird, scammy business because, of course, he's a grifter called yeah, book, in, book in a Box, where you can pay up to $25,000 for them to pub publish your book. But actually, it also has a whole if your book idea is actually really good, then really they're just a book agency and then they will get your book to the right publisher and get it done. Tiffany Haddish used him as a ghostwriter for her book. And then, of course, Tucker Max fucking torpedoed the whole thing by constantly talking on social media about how he has a, no, a new book of short stories coming out, never mentioning that it was Tiffany Haddish's book. And it caused a whole thing because it was like, hey, man, when you're the ghostwriter, you're supposed to be a fucking ghost. <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> the least public ghost, very loud ghostwriter. What is? Yeah, I guess it would just be. Who cool would writer. like to hear my secret? Who would like to hear my secret? That's basically Tucker Max's approach to fucking privacy. How long did Tiffany Haddish's manager look for someone to ghostwrite her book? 
It is the most manager thing like I've ever read in my entire seconds. life. Yeah, he's done it. We're done now. We, That's we exactly like it. Different things on the go. You're exactly doing the hand gesture that he was exactly used. We took care of it. It's done. Woo! Yeah. Here's the book. No one reads books. That guy, he'll read the book. Woo! And then Tucker Max giving these fucking articles about how, like, you know, I actually am like a feminist and I love me too. And then someone's like, there's a story in your book where without a woman's knowledge, your friend tapes her having sex. And he's like, yeah, but that's like fine. <laughs> so I, yeah, I was making sure a woman was on screen. What have you done for women? Yeah, exactly. Um, sorry. Um, actually that because we only talk, we didn't talk about sex. That sex tape does pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, actually, I think you'll notice we didn't kill her. So therefore we are feminists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. We're going to take a break now and then talk a bit about some other bullshit about Tucker Max. I really want to talk about um, Tucker Max's interview with Slate saying how he's fucking loves me too. I would love to talk about um, what Tucker Max is doing now. And we'll talk about that after the break. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're listening to John uh, and Dylan online. I'm allowed to use a computer, and Dylan is not. Rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to our episode about the one true king of media, Tucker fucking Max, baby. That's right. The reason we have this podcast is because Tucker Max is our king. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Here's something we didn't talk about off the hop that I'm sure John, as a fan of Opie and Anthony, you are very well acquainted oh, with. Oh, yes. Talk about I... when they basically say to his face what we've been saying in the first half. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tucker Max goes on the Opie and Anthony radio show, and even evil people sometimes are also evil to evil people. So a um, an asshole and a racist and... Jim Norton. Jim Norton's a good guy. Well, not good guy, but he's the best of a bad lot. And uh, he, uh, they basically He's the on... only open, not openly racist one. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. He's the only one where he's not openly, he's not openly racist. And the only reason I know he doesn't want to kill trans people is he has dated a lot of them. Uh, Tucker Max comes on the show and they basically call Tucker Max a liar in so many creative ways. And Tucker Max has no way to counteract them because Tucker Max is a um what i like to call a fake alpha or dylan got alpha which is to the group of people he is with they're like oh this guy's so fucking cool because he employs two of them and he doesn't listen but then when he's in an actual room <laughs> with com comedy professionals people that are incredibly funny and very good at taking your shit apart he's Fucked, and it is so uncomfortable and it is so long and he has no right of a reply at a certain point they go through they demand to see the tape which he claims got vomit on it so here's what we're talking about we're talking about what we talked about beforehand which was his a story in his book where he's having sex with a girl up the pooper her his friend is in the closet filming it he pulls out Correct. she shits he pukes she pukes the guy who's filming it falls out of the closet. He smells the shit and puke, and he pukes. Everyone pukes. And he claims that destroyed the videotape. It claims they were like, "Oh, well, why don't you? Why don't you have the tape?" And he's like, "It broke." And then he goes, "How?" And then everyone just goes, "How does it break?" It, it keeps falling apart. Um, and they start turning his mic off while he's talking. Yes. And they keep claiming it's a weird technical problem. He eventually gets up to leave which is very uncomfortable and then the moment that makes me want to put my entire fist in my mouth is you literally hear them rip up his book and throw it at the window he is stood on the other side of waiting for the elevator and there is a moment where you hear it hit the glass and then he gets in the elevator and leaves and i I want to die. It is very uncomfortable and so well, fun to listen there, to. They, I, with I him listening, with him listening, they go, "How the fuck did that guy get a book deal?" Like that is, yeah, they can hear while him. he's in the room, and um, that's while he's like just standing up. They're like, "Okay, fine, bye." Uh, and I mean, it's they, this is the the Opie and Anthony show is the best of this is that they really would just be like everyone's thinking, "Let's just ask this guy, is he a piece of shit?" And it just makes for such because he doesn't have like he doesn't know what to do like. It's because he also knows that like this is a major opportunity for him to get all of these people to buy his book. Correct. You have to understand that this is the audience that he has sold the publishing company that he appeals to. And he has literally just met the actual 
the actual fucking faces of them and they hate him. And now he is in serious trouble. It is glorious. It is also, I think, probably why Tucker wasn't able to pivot is that Tucker wasn't accepted into the stand-up world in that if it was three years later and Tucker Max could have gone on Joe Rogan, which no offense to Joe Rogan, not really known for prodding and poking people's bullshit, shall we say? Yeah. Unless they're unless they're liberals, yeah. Unless they're sp- and also no and also vegans sp- or something. Actually, you know what? He lets uh, he lets he pretty much lets everyone talk. It's just yeah. If you believe if you're like oh I got the vaccine and I think it's good, then he'll then he'll open up his word doc. But other than yeah, that, it's what it right. is is if he specifically thinks that you like the only person that I've ever seen him get really angry is at Stephen Crowder, and it was because Stephen Crowder doesn't like weed. Like it's just like what the <laughs> fuck? That's just like, like that's the yeah. Reason. If you're like push-ups actually aren't fun or something, fuck you. Like that's the I thing. Saw a really sick Rogan clip where Burt Kreischer said he could do a half the push-ups that Joe Rogan could, and Joe Rogan got so fucking mad. And oh just my god! Did, like you don't you actually don't think I could get do a hundred pushups? And then he does seventy five, and everyone acts like that was a hundred when he clearly said that he could do hundred. <laughs> Well, that wasn't a hundred at all. There's an amazing period of time uh, where Bert, Bert Kreischer gets under Joe Rogan's skin in such a specific way, which is uh, Joe Rogan's dad used to hold a fist up to get up to Joe Rogan's face and go, just remember, I'm bigger than you. And it, all of Joe's life has been, I will show him that I'm bigger than him. And so I will work hard and I will do pushups and no one will fucking hurt me. And then he meets a man wearing no shirt. who's like, I can do pushups too. I don't give a shit, man. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like wait, what? Basically, like, Burt Kreischer is literally likable Tucker Max. Yeah. Burt Kreischer is the actual, like their genuine article about Tucker Max, right down to the, right down to the fact where Burt Kreischer has one of the most anti AA things I've ever heard where it's literally like. I forget what music it is, but it's just like triumphant music and him talking about how sweet drinking is. Oh my god, he literally <laughs> like, it is in my algorithm. I'm like, I know that I know that I've like I'm in an AA group chat. I'm not. I've I have jokes about this. I am not an Alcoholics Anonymous. I just stopped like enjoying drinking. I know that makes me sound like a lizard man, but it happened. I have a similar thing. I have a bit more of a reason, but we've both stopped drinking for different like for different reasons. We just don't do it anymore. I still smoke pot like a fucking devil. Dylan has rage problems. And also you guys don't know this, but underneath. So basically right below that camera, that shirt is a crop top. And basically from just under peck all the way to bottom of feet, all nicotine batches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm fucking running baby. But, but anyway, um, Bert, Bert Kreischer likes drinking and he seems like a chill guy. Tucker Max has all of that experience of like rich, I'm rich. I'm a party guy. But Tucker, Ma- Burke Kreischer was like, I'll do stand up comedy with my shirt off and be fat. And Tucker Max went, I own guns and live in the woods now. So, what it is, is it's the combination. It's like, I take my shirt off. I get real fucked up, but I have a wife and kids. And that's relatable because who, who here does, who here hasn't gotten fucked up? And then their wife is like, you took a shit in the fucking living room, bro. And everyone's like, that's <laughs> not actually my life, but that could be my life. And as opposed to Tucker Max is like, who hears butt fuckness Vermont and then owns a bunch of guns? And you're like, um, that's that's not me, man. That's one guy I know. You know what I mean? Like, here's the difference. Bert Kreischer appeals to something in all of us. Tucker Max is the avatar of that one guy that we all like, but our female partners are like, he can't come over. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like- <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. Like, my uh, one of my cousins has a friend who... He, 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 he yeah, with, even though his wife hates him and he literally when the guy texts him something like usually it's all good. But then the guy will text him something that he literally has to delete and then answer from his deleted texts, because if his wife sees that the guy has texted him something, then it's like he has said that even though he did not say it. The other guy said it. If that makes any sense. I um when I was my wedding, I'm I'm now divorced, of course, but in planning the wedding, there was just a group of friends of mine that I just knew, not even, not even, not even gonna bring up getting invited. There was no way. There was no, no. way. Like my yeah. friend that D- my friend of mine that Dylan loves, who has a lot of ex-girlfriends, all of whom who have nicknames. Dylan loves that guy. That guy's not coming to any wedding. <laughs> like, oh you know no, I- yeah. That guy, that guy was shown RuPaul's drag race and hid because he was scared. He was like, why do I why do why? First of all, dancing is not allowed on TV because it's not a sport. It would be his reaction. <laughs> <laughs> when do they grade them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does someone yeah. get a belt? No. Then why Wait am I minute. watching it? At the end of lip sync for their life, I assume they then have to 
kick some sort of ball into a hoop. Uh, no, <laughs> they just get you don't get points just off of dancing. This is insane. Like They're that's at least going to put on skates, right? Yeah, exactly. Correct. They're, please tell me at some point someone punches one of them in the face and then the other <laughs> one punches that person back. Right. That's what the, that's what we're wa- it is a race. Why isn't there a running component? <laughs> like that's who we're talking about. Um, What, what was I going to say? So Tucker Max, let's talk big pivot. Here's what Tucker Max does. Everything's going along. Obviously, Ooh. being a ghost writer doesn't work out because he does not do the ghost part. That was yeah, he does not do the ghost part. And also, but here's the thing: probably very good at the writing part because here's the thing that's here's the thing to acknowledge about Tucker Max that's also crazy. If he had just made this a character and it's fictitious, he's he is still the, acceptable, so perfectly acceptable. But Tucker Max is, and I st- can't stress this: a narcissistic psychopath. Even though a lot of his current writing talks about the big problem in the world is narcissistic boomers. And then he goes on to describe literally himself. It's himself, though, too. Like, that's the other thing. I don't I don't actually think it's his dad. I think his dad is probably a piece of shit, too. But anything that you read about whatever Tucker's talking about, the people that are going after him, it's always him. The elites in the publishing industry can't handle me. What are you fucking talking about? You're a New York Times bestseller. You are repped by like a full like. Your editor is Simon and Schuster, not an imprint within Simon and Schuster, which is how most authors of your literally like the biggest publisher is putting you out. What what elite is holding you back? You fuck. Here's the problem with the elites is that I'm not popular anymore. That's the thing. When you say the elites not holding you back or is it capitalism and the market no longer wants to read about uh, uh, a guy who should have been called Corey and a guy who should have drowned in a (laughs) kiddie pool at a frat party in 2003. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, a couple things. First, that he does the ghostwriter. Can't can't be a ghostwriter because he will not will not fade into the background. Whoa, no, he will. He literally built a sound. He he was actually a ghostwriter for the original Elton John book, but he called it Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker Max presents Tiffany Haddish's stories. In brackets, these are about Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In brackets, Tucker fucked Tiffany after all these stories. Yeah, he tried to ghostwrite the Bible, but it was 10 pages. And it was just about how him and Mary Magdalene had some sick sex near a road. <laughs> yeah, he got blown <laughs> by Mary Magdalene. Then he fucked Jesus to prove he's fucking more man. First of all, you know, when Jesus was on the cross fucking dying, you know what I did? I fucking jacked off wearing a fucking robe. <laughs> Jesus stayed alive so long as you could see my fucking dick get hard. Yo, man, I just fucking, uh, you know, fucking war and peace. I fucking wrote that. and It's called fucking war and pieces of shit. Yeah. My fucking, first, here's the war part. I fucked Napoleon. Here's the peace part. Napoleon loved it. <laughs> Yo, 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 I just wrote fucking a uh, new fucking, uh, it's called the uh, Gulag Archipelago, and it's just a list of words that I do not know the meaning of. First word, archipelago. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, that blows up in his face, and then we're going to talk about some Tucker lawsuits that actually are fucking crazy after, but... Actually, you know what? We'll talk about the weird lawsuits first. Let's talk about the weird lawsuits because I didn't actually get to this part in my research and I would like to know about the weird lawsuits. I was really fixed. I want, did you listen to any of his podcasts? Because all of his podcasts on the Tucker Max experience are clearly dudes he met in a Walmart parking lot because they both had (laughs) um, gun barrels pointing out of their bags. Like this is one guy. Very much like you said, he will only talk to people who think he's cool. That's correct. Like it would be like if Dylan and I, um, I'm trying to think of a self-deprecating joke and I can't do it. Shit. We only know shitty grifters. This guy's a great grifter. Like we only know people who are like, I'm a grifter. I'm getting into promoting comedy clubs so I can make a maximum of $30 per week. This guy's like, I'm going to grift the whole fucking world and gets to a point where he's like written a book of lies, completely gotten away with it, and still is like, well, the lies worked on this. I'm going to try and lie everywhere and just just blows up in his face. But like not, but he still has all his shit. Like it's not, at no point does this guy not have a mansion. Correct. But what's interesting about this particular grifter, as opposed to the other grifters that we've talked about here on the program, I, looking at you, Coney 2012, is kind of this weird thing of, because he pivoted, and we'll get to his word, we're lawsuits in a second. I want to hear about those. It's almost that thing because he pivoted. It was also him acknowledging what he did was bad. So it like, he can't kind of return to it. If you think of the Coney 2012 guy, he was kind of like, whoops. And he stayed being a Christian missionary grifter. 
as opposed to Tucker Max is where he was a he was a butt fuck frat boy grifter. And then he was a pickup artist grifter. And then he was briefly like the beginning of the manosphere grifter. Um, and then he sort of is now trying the like, I've got a gun and a family and I'm going to fight like hell grifter. But what's very funny is like a lot of the manosphere guys are after him. Like Mike Cernovich noted piece of shit from Gamergate fucking loser. Also, here's something you never wanted to fucking take advice from a guy who used to be a lawyer, but now just has a blog. Also, Mike Cernovich, oh, watch the fuck out for any of those guys. Oh, yeah, I got a law degree from Harvard, but I'm really concentrating on my cocktails Instagram account. Run the fuck away from that guy. That guy, that guy is just smart enough to think he has a business opportunity, but is going to snap and he's going to blame it on you and he's going to try and drink your blood. So 2003, we get back to the Miss Vermont story that I was talking about off the hop. And this is the crazy thing is. The ACLU intervened because of the lawsuit. So this is a lot like the Tucker Max Miss Vermont thing is funny because it's a lot like Hulk Hogan versus Gawker because it's like, oh, my here's God. a dumb fucking story. And the fucking Civil Liberties Union gets in. Do you think Bernie Sanders was made aware of that? I fucking hope to God. Oh, Bur- yeah. Uh, Senator Sanders, uh, Miss Vermont was fucked by a Duke student. Oh, once again, the elites have come after us and we have to do something about it. I good. fucking love Bernie Sanders now. Bernie Sanders now is the best because I don't, you guys don't get American political coverage outside of America, but they'll like show it a lot more, especially if you're like pop on the news. And now it's literally just like some guy being like, I think that we should eat black people. And then Bernie, I think you'll find that you're not supposed to be speaking right now. That is stricken from the record. It's stricken. And he's just <laughs> yelling at people about procedure. And it's, I really enjoy it. In response to the lawsuit, a Florida state court judge issued an order for Max to not write about Johnson. That was her name. <laughs> what? Her name? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He he fucked a lady whose last name could also be Penis. <laughs> yeah, Katie. Oh, did. that's fucking cool. Yo, I'm Miss Vermont. My name is Becky Penis. <laughs> so this is great because he didn't use. So the the problem is he calls her Miss Vermont, and I guess the mom thought that was too much. But anyway, don't disclose any information or stories about her. Some legal experts called the decision kooky and clearly a suppression of free speech. The ACLU intervened, filing an amiscus brief claiming a breach of Max's First Amendment rights, which led to Johnson voluntarily withdrawing a lawsuit. And Max's story was once again posted on the website. An expanded version of the story was later published in Hilarity Ensues. And that's exactly what you want, right? Mommy intervened. It made it worse. Exactly in exactly like what happens in school where you're like, I'll help you not get bullied. Oh, this would pass over? Well, now your name is Dick Tits forever. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, uh, don't worry, son. I will show up at the school and scold those bullies because, as we all know, bullies are known for respecting authority figures. <laughs> so in 2006, Max posted a thread on his message board satirizing Anthony DeMio, who was a Philadelphia socialite for throwing a New Year's Eve party that was a disaster. The number of young partygoers, go for it. This, this was also a weird period in time where there were like young, weird East Coast celebritants that were kind of trying to make be famous because of Paris Hilton. So Paris Hilton is yes. of the East Coast intelligentsia and basically forced herself by being famous because she knew all of the page six photographers and gossip journalist because she just grew up going to nightclubs because the world's insane. And so Paris Hilton was like, get a job or I can just uh, uh, bend over on this banquette while not wearing underwear. And then I just get to be in the newspaper tomorrow. And then I'm going to be a model. And that's what she did. And looking back, you're like, Paris Hilton, you know how to fucking manipulate a system, my man. Uh, But yeah, real nightmare. So you get a lot of these weird stories from this time of like uh, the heir to the Fabergé egg fortune through a uh, um, uh, through a bunch of uh, crystal uh, crystallite at Flowrider outside of the Cotton Club in L.A. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. The pretender to the throne of Alsace Lorraine was kicked out of uh, was kicked out of bougie bougie in Boston by P. Diddy's security. (laughs) Yeah. You think of people from. Yeah, the past of like who who stabbed Caesar again? Yeah, that guy would have just done blow off the knife, and then there would have been a reality show about him in jail afterwards. It's actually interesting. I was actually at a stand up comedy club, and someone was trying to get in, being like, "Don't you know that my great great grandfather was Brutus?" <laughs> That's <laughs> not enough greats. Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Dylan. Didn't realize. Didn't realize the fucking the fucking joke police were here. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah that's not enough greats you fucking pussy 
I think you'll find the the logic of your humor. Hello, Tucker. I think you'll find that it wouldn't be possible for you to. Oh, yeah. Tucker Max? Well, I just cucker maxed you. (laughs) Yeah. Breaking creators. Finally, you're funny. So he posts on a message board. 700 party orders. They got unruly. Two art pieces were stolen. City police were called to disperse the crowd. DeMio sued Max under the Violence Against Women Act, claiming that some of comments on Max's board were libelous and represented criminal behavior. The lawsuit was subsequently dismissed under the Communications Decency Act. U.S. District Judge Stuart Dalziel noting that although Max could be a poster child for vulgarity, the crowd... The law must protect the coarse conversation that appears never ends on TuckerMax.com. So basically, this guy was like, take down this message thread saying my party sucked. It's so good. <laughs> That's yeah. what I love about rich people is that they're like, they will just sue you because you called the, you said that shirt is crumpled. Now you're getting sued. and The ACLU has to fucking. Exactly. Your, your honor, this reprobate called my soiree unenjoyable. Yeah. I demand the electric chair. Like, it's just so fucking nuts. It's also like, I bet you that party was not fun. I bet you it wasn't fun. Well, and two pieces of art were stolen. When does a party suck where stuff isn't stolen? Yeah, uh, I've actually, I have been to, I got to be honest, I've been to some house parties where you're just like, we better get out of here because I know the look in some of these guys' eyes. And that means they're about to, quote unquote, take it up a notch, which means something's getting demolished. Oh, dude, how, what do you, I think the most stolen from a house party DVD is probably Chappelle show season two, but that's probably, oh. that's a time and place. Someone has Chappelle show season two. You do not have it. You steal it from a party. Let me ask you this. Is, did anyone, are house parties still like they were when we were going to house parties where there was just always one guy who like stole a bunch of people's shoes? I feel like for sure shoes are stolen. That's a really good shout. I don't know anything else. Like, the whole thing where people would like wear your shoes out to have a smoke. I was like, well, I'm just keeping my shoes on in here. And the people would yeah. be like, why are you wearing your shoes? I'm like, because your friends keep stealing my shoes. Yeah, I'm wearing nice shoes. I remember a friend of mine really went through a spat of uh, he would always just move people's plants at house parties and someone got r- right in his face about it. It was really funny. Mix up the forks and the spoons. Something just something they'll have to correct later that made an egg. My my favorite one is I was at a I was at a house party and someone made an egg and it was the funniest thing because no, like I was <laughs> I was just in the kitchen. And by the way, this was in 2021. Someone went, I once was at a house party and someone made an egg, and someone else went, I bet you won't do that right now. And then they just opened the fridge. There were eggs, and he went, Let's do this. And he just made a full egg. Well, no, what a very quaint. You don't think I'm fucking crazy? Okay. Everyone at this party's getting Kool-Aid. I mean, the friends, I, of of yours wa- the friends of yours were in the in the kitchen with me when the egg was prepared. It was the big I've done. I've done very intense drugs. It was the biggest thrill ride I've ever had at a party in my entire life, because at any moment someone could have gotten upset and was even punctuated perfectly by the egg was cooked in the pan. The host walked in and went, what the hell is this? And the guy who made the egg went, I just made an egg. And then the host took the pan, threw the egg in the garbage and went, we're having a party. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> was- <laughs> That's good stuff. Perfect. I mean, all I've done, I mean, my my entire 20s was punctuated by a lot of ashing in shorter people's on top of shorter people's heads and seeing when they notice. Oh, my that God. Was, what that, a that, fun that's, one that's a pretty that bad. I'm a little I'm a little bit of a Tucker Max, too. I've heard this visor I put sideways. Uh, I remember thing, I remember. Let me just say this. I remember a guy trying to ash in someone else's hoodie accidentally just dropped the cigarette in that person's hoodie person turned around, slapped that person in the face. Like not even, didn't even consider it. Just turned around full, full, just whack. Oh, deserve, real good. Real good. I deserve stuff. to be hit for the ashing on the top of the head. Anyway, you certainly do, but I never, but I avoided it. John, last thing, Tucker, Max, yes. April, 2020 or March, 2020, the, the coronavirus happens. What's the scariest thing about the coronavirus? The scariest thing about the coronavirus Black lives is matter. That's what it that's is. That's right. Tucker Max says <laughs> George Floyd happens. Tucker Max is not scared of the uh, of actually seeing that uh, that insane violence and the man dying. He's scared that apparently police can't just choke people to fucking death anymore. Get me some goddamn guns. Fuck it. You're you're telling me the ma- the the charter a- the ACLU's Jesus Tucker Max can't just walk down the street <laughs> dressed as a police officer murdering black people. I thought we were in America. That's what Tucker Max said, okay. and then he was. 
If someone by their appearance or their religion makes me uncomfortable, I can't double hand choke them to death. <laughs> what is this? I thought I paid taxes. Oh, excuse me. Excuse I me. I pay taxes. I pay yeah. taxes. Excuse me. I I pay taxes and I mow my lawn. I'm allowed to tape my eyes back like I'm a person from Southeast Asia and then talk about laundry. <laughs> I pay my car insurance. I am allowed to take some spray tanner from my wife's side of the bathroom and then pretend that I am the Beverly Hills cop. How about that? Yeah. I pay my car insurance better than me. I'm allowed to Bart Simpson choke them to death. Yeah. I'm sorry. If someone happens to maybe look like the actor Morgan Freeman, I'm allowed to yell March of the Penguins at them until they move from my neighborhood. So I am Tucker Max. I am. I, uh, I, I fucked Miss Vermont. I am the, I'm the real Bernie Sanders. He got that tattooed on his back. He got tattooed on his back. Tucker Max, this is a hundred percent true. He got, I fucked Miss Vermont. So I am the new Bernie Sanders. And then underneath that, he wrote, that's right. Kanye 2020. It was a bit of a, it was a, he, he bet the wrong horse in that one. And we, I listened, I'm going to, I'm going to acknowledge it for old Tucker. He didn't listen to everything Kanye said. So he shouldn't have had Kanye 2020 tattooed on his back in a tramp stamp style, but decisions were made. Go ahead, Dylan. There's no way he doesn't love what Kanye said. Oh, there's no way that he didn't try there. He has some deleted tweets that say, yay, 2024. And he just, then he was like, wait, what? Oh shit. Like it was one of those ones where there's a few people that I like around the Kanye thing where that really felt like a couple of people were like, oh, this is a fun joke. Oh, no. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> like that's what it felt like. Like this is a f- oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, all right. I mean, we've all had those moments. If we're middle aged. We remember when people would have. Uh, what do you say? I don't know. There's. Uh, you could say things, and people would understand it was a joke. And now you now that that's not a thing anymore, and that's fine because those jokes, as we've heard about in books about the Nazis, turn into actions. Yeah, that's right. Because basically what happens is one person goes, I'm joking. And then the second person goes, oh, I know they're joking. And then the third person goes, that was true. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Exactly. I have a joke. Let's organize. Let's let's all get brown shirts and march down the street. (laughs) That's a fun joke. Here's my joke. Here's my joke. Anyone who doesn't look like me is property and I kill them. Uh, what's the setup in that? Uh, the beginning part. What's the punchline? (laughs) You'll fucking see. (laughs) Oh, there's a a fucking punchline, buddy. I got fucking John. Next week, I'm calling it. We're going to do. Facebook killing crack.com funny or die. Basically, we're going to talk about Facebook killing the Facebook, the Facebook videos. We're talking about Facebook video scam when no one talks about it. It was one of, we're you know, about how Tucker Max couldn't <laughs> happen now because you cannot have logs. You couldn't the idea. And I it's funny because this I read this book on social meds that was made even in 2018. And it was talking about how at any time, for some reason, any of these social media sites can just boot you off. And now it's even more prevalent with Facebook obviously owning Instagram as well, is that they can just fucking cut the cord and you're done. So it's very important to have a blog or have your stuff on multiple sites, like basically shadow all of your content across all these sites. So if one goes down, you can just be like, hey, follow me on the other one and get that word out. And the most important thing is to have your own website where you have a blog that now could not happen. Can you imagine if I was like, hey, read my blog? How big would you have to be for someone to read your blog? Oh, my God. Like, well, did you ever read blogs? Were you ever a blog reader? I read some no, people's blogs. I don't read. Yeah, I'm that's proud. It. Yeah, he is proud. Dylan's an audiobook man, but he doesn't even listen to them. He puts music on and the audiobook, and he just thinks the information's getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I listen to an entire audiobook on the rise of the third reich and now i'm also almost done michael jordan's autobiography and i can same level of ego it. by the way in both of those books same level of ego in the rise of the third reich and michael jordan's career same level of yeah i'm pretty great i want to let everyone know that i'm not saying that michael jordan is a nazi but i am saying he did have a hitler mustache for a real long time here's the only thing i like about uh michael jordan though is he this going to sound weird but he had, he was as crazy as Hitler, but only on the basketball court. And then people were like, why are you friends? Like, shouldn't you be angry with people off the court? Like, why are you friends with the people you play against? And he said, because I'm playing a game where you put a ball on a net. And then they were like, oh, that's, I feel stupid now. And he's like, yeah, what are you trying to teach kids? 
And I was like, heckler destroyed. Tucker Max. The one thing that is, that. and we have to just say this before we move off, the continual and constant Scotty Pippen just being like, Michael Jordan wasn't that good. I got to tell you, I love it. I love it every time he does it. He does it a lot, and it is real fun. Because I think that you know Scotty. What's happening now, though. Oh, what's happened now? I don't know why. I mean, dude, Scotty Pippen got divorced, and then Michael Jordan's son started fucking his wife. I didn't know that, and I love it. No, that's so good. I love basketball. Oh, basketball Ron's players. better because he's not fucking my wife. <laughs> old basketball players are the best. You cannot beat an old basketball player. Just like, wait, what? Ha- I got divorced, son. Go fuck his wife. Why? Because that motherfucker fucking uh, faked an injury at the beginning of the fucking 98 fucking season. So guess what? His wife gets fucked by you. I mean, there's a lot to be said about the Chicago Bulls, but here's the thing I would like to say is here's my impression of Scottie Pippen. I think LeBron is a better player than Michael Jordan because um, his son doesn't make me cry. Yeah, his son is not fucking my wife, so his Ronnie dad is James not as... never made to be cry personally. Marcus Jordan, I cry a lot. I would have maybe not commented on Michael's basketball playing if Michael wouldn't stop calling me and asking me what it feels like to know that his son is fucking my ex-wife. Here's the one thing is my son has, uh, Bronny James, my wife has never texted me his penis and just wrote all caps wrote bigger. So that's you know those, I would say. You know those Snapchat pornos that you occasionally see where you're just surfing around a porn streaming site and it's just the banner that says, I'm cheating on you and then someone is having sex? I've gotten a lot of those from my wife and Michael Jordan's son. So I don't think that <laughs> Michael Jordan is good at basketball anymore. <laughs> that's very Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, subscribe and uh, rate us five stars. If you want to rate us four stars or less, please don't. It hurts my family. Thank you very much for listening. Also, hello, Tucker Max. Thank you for listening throughout this. I would just like to let you know that we are comedians and all of this is free speech. Uh, Hence, you know about free speech. The ACLU defended you. So uh, enjoy listening and just know this, Tucker. Um, I think you are a cunt.